Welcome to Cougar Talk. The official, unofficial voice of SAU Cougar Athletics. And Spring Arbor is the 2019 NAIA Division II National Champion. And more. Get ready to get up to date on the latest in Cougar athletics. Talk to Cougar legends. And hear sports news from around the country. Let's get started. Here's your host, Eric Rose. Welcome back to Cougar Talk, episode 14, The Cougar Star. Bethany Balser is considered one of the most decorated SAU soccer players ever to put on a uniform. Some would say the most decorated athlete at Spring Arbor in athletic history. He has a really cool resume. Bethany started her high school career at Hudsonville Unity Christian, winning the 2003 state championship. At Spring Arbor, she was a four-time Crossroads League Player of the Year, a four-time NAIA All-American, three-time NAIA Player of the Year, her first year being her freshman year. Let me take a breath here. Okay. She was a Cosida All-American, was a Google Cloud Academic Player of the Year. Bethany collected 129 goals in her careers for the Cougars, and which is a school record. And she also tallied that as the fifth all-time in NAIA history for goals. Bethany also tallied 11 game-winning shots in her career at SEU, which is also a record and number two in the NAIA. Lastly, Bethany was part of the team that captured the NAIA Women's National Soccer Championship in 2015 and 2017. In her third year, Bethany plays professionally in Tacoma, Washington for the NWSL, that's the National Women's Soccer League, OL Reign alongside of U.S. national team members Megan Rapino and Rose Lavelle. Bethany, welcome to Cougar Talk. Thank you for having me. Happy uh, to be here. It's so good to have you back you know, in the West Coast there enjoying life. And like any time we bring back athletes or teams to talk about their experience at Spring Arbor, we always like to talk about the very beginning. So kind of talk to us the story about how Coach Jason Christ and his staff and that team welcomed you and recruited you to Spring Arbor. Share us that story if you would. Sure. So a lot of it had to do with my sister going before me. So she Mm -hmm. was a senior by the time I was a freshman. So um, he kind of was already going to my games in high school because he was (laughs) scouting my sister. And so Um, I think he liked watching me play and um, I would always visit my sister at Spring Arbor. So I was already spending so much time there, not even on official visits or anything like that. Um, And so I had known a little bit about what the school was about and the team and kind of already got, you know, backstage access through my sister. (laughs) Um, But then it wasn't until my junior year where he, you know, really started to pursue me and actually a couple of my teammates at the time who also ended up going to Spring Arbor. So there was a little group of us. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't really look elsewhere. Like Spring Arbor had it all for me and um, great program, great school and a place that I wanted to be. And it was pretty much Spring Arbor or nothing. I mean, I didn't look anywhere else. So <laughs> that's cool. Well, I'm glad uh, they landed you as an essential part, not only uh, with regards to being the soccer team, but also just your experiences, even outside of connecting with people and getting a great education at Spring Arbor University. Now, when we think about your time there with, with uh, some of your teammates and even, you know, off the field with your teammates and different experiences, when you reflect on your career at Spring Arbor, Uh, either on the field or off the field, and you can do both if you'd like. Uh, What are some of the defining moments to you as a player and as a person that come to your mind when you think about your time at Spring Arbor? It's a great question because there's just so (laughs) many. I mean, I really loved my experience all four years, and 
Um, most of it was off the field stuff, you know, all those things that not everybody gets to see. Um, obviously winning those national titles were incredible and hold so much um, weight in terms of my love and joy for being at Spring Arbor. But mm. um, even team events we did out outside of the field, um, there's, there's one moment I remember there was like a 12 hour worship night at Spring Arbor and our team like went to it and it's just those things that you don't like expect from being on a soccer team but just to see my team in a new environment like that Mm -hmm. um, and create relationships off the field um, were really really cool but um, yeah those that one really sticks out to me Um, so yeah. No, that's a cool defining moment to be able to come together as a team and and really uh, connect with God and, and really that that was integral in just the faith element of Spring Arbor and what that meant and the relationships, not only with people, but cultivating a relationship with, with Christ. And we go back on the field from that aspect. We look at the season of 2015 and 2017, the national championship, uh, bringing it home to the Cougars first in 2015, then again, 2017. When you think about those two teams, and I know every team is composed in comprised in a different manner. But when you talk about these two teams, first start with the 2015 team and then the 2017, what made these teams special on and off the field uh, in your thoughts? Feel free to share that. Yeah. um, My 2015 year. So my freshman year, Mm -hmm. I really remember there just being really quality leadership. Um, One of them being my sister um, who people who just took all of us young players under their wing um, and really taught us the ropes um, throughout the whole season. I just remember looking up to so many of those players and being like, wow, like this is people who like know what we're capable of and like want to see us achieve the most. And they weren't going to stop until, you know, we, we had achieved all of our goals. And so that was really special from, from that group specifically. Um, I just came in so naive just along for the journey, but they like had a mission and they brought all of us in Hmm. um, and made sure that we accomplished it. So that was really cool. And then my, my 2017 year, I feel like was really defined by um, our work rate Hmm. and um, just leading by example in that aspect. um, I think our team was so fit and so technically skilled. Um, mm. So we definitely use that to our advantage. Um, I think my freshman year, we knew we weren't always the most technical team on the field, but we knew um, we could still play better soccer than other teams, I guess, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I just, I just loved our attitudes for both of those teams that we had. Um, yeah, no, I think that's it. when you think about uh, those two teams being different, it's, it's really also cool to see how, even though there's different makeup, you know, different, different player personnel, there's that real drive to work hard and to, to go to a goal and that's a national championship. And you were essential in that piece. And, and we're looking forward to hopefully bringing on some of your other friends as, as we look to do the episode, the two starts two star Cougars. And we talk a little more about the 2015, 2017, a national championship team here later in season two. And, and Bethany, thanks for sharing that. Now, you know, when you think about coming from Spring Arbor and now in the professional ranks with the OL Reign, you know, um, you know, it's it's interesting as, as you heard maybe some media personnel or other people talk about or think about, hey, you know, uh, Bethany, you, you go to this NAIA small school, Spring Arbor. I mean, how, how could someone come from there 
to the professional ranks. I mean, what are your thoughts? What would you say to those individuals that kind of say, you know, this could never happen? What are your thoughts? The, f- the first thing I'd say is it, it's still really hard. It's not impossible, <laughs> but it's really right. hard. Right. Um, you know, I didn't think it was completely possible, mm-hmm. but as I slowly just saw like each barrier be broke down and like there was just always seemed to be a way of me getting my foot in the door a little bit more. Mm. Um, it really showed me that this is, is totally plausible. And it, it, but yeah, it is really hard. It's not like it's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's obviously not the most forged path, but right. um, I'm definitely glad that, you know, hopefully I've kind of paved it a little bit so mm-hmm. that it's, it's easier for people to get recognized out of the NAIA. Absolutely. The right time, right place, right ability to, as you train and do all those things. There's a lot of pieces that had to come together, but we know it's a lot because of your your dedication, your faith, your ability to just say, hey, I'm going to do this because this is what I, this is my dream. And so that's exciting to see that continue to happen with you, Beth. And uh, as we think about this, you've had some great experiences, of course, on the OL Reign team. You have two individuals who are on the U.S. Women's National Team and Megan Rapinoe and Rose Lavelle. I think people would be aware of those those names and you were invited to participate in one of the, at least two of those camps you mentioned to me off the air. So talk about what that experience has been like being in the National Women's uh, U.S. Uh, soccer organization and kind of working with some of those people. What are some of your thoughts of those experiences? It's incredible. And sometimes when I'm at those camps, I have to pinch myself um, because <laughs> it, these are women that I looked up to you know, when I was in high school, when I was in middle school. And so the fact that I'm standing amongst them, Mm. sometimes I'm just like, wow, I I can't believe I got here. I'm so glad I did though. And this is something that I've always wanted to fulfill. So um, it's really humbling too. I mean, such a competitive environment and Mm. one that you, you grow in no matter what um, and you're pushed no matter what. So Mm. in terms of a learning perspective, I was just trying to be like a sponge and just soak it all in, soak up the experience because um, obviously the, the women's team is, is the best in the world. And so to mm. be just even invited to train alongside of them and, and get my shot, um, was incredible and kind of just a culmination of all of this hard work that I've put in to just right. keep taking step by step to reach uh, what I want to achieve. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure it's interesting doing drills and there's Alex Morgan here, right. And then, you know, it, it, you know, in front of you again is Megan Rapino, and uh, you know, you see all these, these different people, Carly Lloyd, and you're like, Whoa, I remember you. <laughs> How cool. What a great experience. Will we continue to pray and cheer you on it as uh, wherever the Lord leads in that step and that growth, but uh, what an opportunity to be able to be part of that camp. So as we kind of shift to two other uh, last questions, as we kind of finish up this podcast, you know, there may be some Spring Arbor recruits that are listening or people that are, you know, ladies that are, are considering maybe the college option. And uh, some of them are looking at Spring Arbor, other schools, you know, when, if you had a chance to sit down with someone who is considering Spring Arbor, a young lady who wanted to play soccer for the Cougars, what are some of the things that you would say to her? I'll say what was told to me because I feel like it was very <laughs> impactful and yeah. it, and it was, if you get hurt the first day of preseason, do you still want to be there? You wow. know, if wow. you have a season ending injury, is this still the place you want to be? Because mm. that really just puts things into perspective and it takes away the soccer aspect because ultimately we're there to get an education at the end of the day, you know, right, right. um, soccer is just that fun it's different for everybody, but for me, it was like a, just a great outlet, something mm-hmm. I love to do, something I knew I was good at. Um, but 
you know, if I hated the school, I was going to be miserable there and I wouldn't perform in soccer as well as I could be. So, um, you really have to find the total package in a school. And that's what I found in Spring Arbor in terms of both soccer, um, and the school itself. So that that's one thing, but also, um, I would encourage like people to, yeah, just continue to talk to girls on the team. I mean, our, our culture at Spring Arbor was incredible, truly family oriented and little to no drama, which is rare, very rare nowadays. And and that was set by the people who had gone there many moons ago before Mm. me. And, and that's something that is continually pressed, I think, as, as each wave of classes go through. Um, and I, it's something you want to be a part of, for sure. Um, and it, it's something special that they're creating in Spring Arbor. Mm, great words. Uh, hey, I'm sold. I'll tell my daughter, I promise. <laughs> Perfect. You know, and, and as we close also, I, I when we think about, you talked about the culture of Spring Arbor women's soccer. I mean, really a tradition of excellence. We hear that phraseology, but also uh, just uh, classy ladies who work hard. I mean, just work constantly. So when we think about the culture of Spring Arbor women's soccer, what are some of the words that come to your mind when you think about that culture? The first that comes to mind is selfless because Mm. everybody has an attitude of team first, which sounds so cliche at times, but I, w- I remember talking to some girls who who just encourage people who are taking their playing time, like incredibly, you know, you don't see mm-hmm. that on every team where people who are sitting the bench are pushing so hard to make the person who's starting ahead of them better. It's yeah. just a mindset thing. And it, it was so cool to be a part of because it made the whole group better and everybody works so hard, but for the sake of the team and that, mm-hmm that's incredible. Like it's, it's not about any one individual. It's not about one person. It's, it's the collective and everybody knows that it's like a value you learn the first day, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that just carried throughout the entire season. And it, that was something that I just thought was absolutely incredible. And it made me want to be, you know, a better person, better teammate when you're just surrounded by girls like that with that mindset. Mm. Great, a great culture that has again continued when you were before you were there with your sister, and of course has continued in this success. Well, as we as we look to to finish the the podcast here, we know that we're recording this actually in August fifth, and we know that uh, in the Midwest summer now coming to fall, Jason Chris is out with a bunch of the ladies. Uh, they they are preparing for another season. We know that last year they went to the NAIA championship and it fell a really difficult one to, to Kaiser. Uh, in the in the championship rounds, but uh, you know, Bethany, as as you think about those ladies in four years, you 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 battled and you went through those early training periods. For some of the players that are listening right now, what are some of your words of encouragement and challenge to them that you'd like to share? I think they just need to keep doing what they've always been doing. You mm. know, they know what it takes um, to get to that spot. I mean, there's some girls there that I I played with, and um, they they know what what it takes to get, you know, it's back to that final four, back to that national championship game. And it's just embedded, like we've been talking about in the culture. It's, it's having those high expectations, but knowing that they are completely attainable. Um, And I think it's just being so proud of to just to put on a spring rubber Jersey. I mean, it's had an incredible legacy this far. And I like a final four finish. Like, obviously I think a lot of people see it as like, Oh, they didn't win the national title, but I mean, to be in the top four school in in the NAI is absolutely incredible. And so, um, 
we play in the toughest conference. They never, mm. we always have the hardest schedule. It seems like, um, but you know, the saying you gotta, in order to be the best, you have to be the best. And right. that's, that's what we do day in and day out, or at least what I remember doing. So um, I, I'm just so proud to be an alum mm. and I hope that they know that we're always rooting for them and, and cheering them on, no matter if they make it to Alabama or not, you know, right. um, it's, it's so much more than a game. And I think every girl on that team knows it. And, um, that's, that's why we're successful, honestly. Absolutely. Once a Cougar, always a Cougar. And I'm sure you're cheering even from the West Coast for, for your uh, Cougars as they make it all the way through. And again, when we think about, yeah, the Crossroads League and, and definitely Coach Chris definitely packs those beginning games with some some stellar teams to really prepare you guys for the end uh, aspects of the NAIA tournament. And uh, again, as we close, any, any closing thoughts, Bethany, uh, any closing thoughts about your experience at Spring Arbor that you'd like to share? Not, not really. I mean, okay. Spring Arbor is just a great place that really um, helped form good foundations um, for my faith and soccer that mm. I've carried with me to this day. And I'm so grateful and indebted to the university for that. Um, and just the, the life lessons I learned from being on a team, mm. um, from being a student athlete, uh, I think are, are so great. And I'll carry them with me for the rest of my life. Well said. Again, thank you, Bethany, for, for being with us, with us here on Cougar Talk and sharing of your experiences. Again, you've been listening to episode 14, the Cougar Star. And we got to say a special thank you to uh, Nick Balser, who is your brother, who's also in the Office of Advancement at Spring Arbor University, helped us kind of coordinate this. And, and also a big shout out to your agent, uh, Jeremy Sampson, again, for his connection. Again, I am Eric Rose, along with Bethany Balser. You've been listening to Cougar Talk, the official unofficial voice of Cougar Athletics and more. Go Cougar crazy. Thanks for listening to Cougar Talk. Subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast, Stitcher, or Podbean. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Cougar Talk SA. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of Cougar Talk the podcast and do not necessarily reflect those of Spring Arbor University or SAU Cougar Athletics. Mm-hmm.